I am no Harry Belafonte. Obviously. Hi, good morning, everyone. Actually, I'm not sure where and when you're listening to this. So good morning, good evening, and good night. It's your old pal, Hugo. Thank you for coming back and lending me your ears, Romans. Um, it's been a few days, and I've just been extremely busy with Mother's Day um, and, and traveling up to Pismo again for our wine club, which is something that we do now, I guess. Um, and also, my wife is out of town. Uh, she just took off today for three days in Las Vegas for a conference that uh, she typically goes to throughout the year. And so I'm going to be a single dad for the next few, uh, for the next 36 hours or so. And that's going to be always fun because I get to let the kids eat all the junk that they want. We get to watch Survivor later on tonight until the wee hours of the evening. Uh, and for the most part, I'll probably get rambunctious on the Twitter machine and, and argue with some people that I probably shouldn't be arguing with. I kid, I kid, you, you guys know that I don't typically do that unless, you know, somebody's really being uh, egregious. You know, I just, real quick, going back to the last episode on de-escalation, uh, I am extremely thankful for all the DMs, uh, for the, the messages on the Twitter machine, for uh, just a couple of people on the Instagram who send me a note about that. For the most part, I'm going to say 99% of the feedback was positive. Um, and that's that's fantastic. That's what this is all about. That's what this podcast, but that's what this entire community of podcasting should be about, is kickstarting conversation, kickstarting thought, beginning that process of dialoguing that unfortunately we seem to have lost as a society uh, in, in within our communities. So the fact that you say something controversial is not the problem. It's, it's, it's the fact that, it, that oftentimes we hear something controversial or something that we don't agree with and we say, well, we label that person X, Y, or Z and we decide that for the rest of time they are X, Y, and Z. And, and the reality is, is that we need to give each other more latitude give um, ourselves the opportunity to digest what they're taking, give it some thought, and then decide what do I agree with, what can, don't I agree with it, and also can we agree to disagree. And so uh, that did happen with at least one person uh, from the last uh, recording, and I am thankful for that they, they were kind enough to send me a message. We ended up letting it be on the Instagram as is, but again, he got to thinking, I got to thinking, and that is always a good thing. Now, the reason why I started with the Harry Belafonte shout-out is because this is my shout-out show. Now, here are the ground rules. There are literally dozens of podcasts that I listen to every single week. Um, typically, what I do is I get up every single morning, and as I'm going, after I drop off the kids from school, I come back. I have about an hour before I have to go to appointments and do my everyday job kind of stuff where I catch up with all of your podcasts. Now, you say, well, my podcast is an hour and a half long. Yes, sometimes I'll go in and I'll preview if I feel that it's a conversation that I want to go back to. You know, I will, or sometimes I'll listen to the five, ten, you know, the first five to ten minutes, get the gist of what you have to say, and then uh, flag it so that I can return back to it later. But that is how I can process the many, many podcasts that I feel that I need to listen to. And so, because there are so many, I cannot possibly do a shout out to each and every single show that I enjoy. So, this is going to be a series uh, over time of people that I feel feed me, feed my soul, 
you know, provide me mindfulness that make a difference, that I constantly look forward to. And I'm not talking about the big guns. The, I, I've talked about the big shows that are influential to me, uh, you know, across, and I've weaved them throughout my shows. These are the little podcasts that could. These are the people that I have discovered along the way who have individual voices that reach me and that I feel the need to give a shout out. And when it comes to today, I am going to focus primarily on the folks that I have met on Anchor. There are a lot of other people, like I said, that I've met on the Twitter machine who I do go to, uh, you know, who record on something else and, and, and broadcast on other, uh, on other mediums. That's cool. We'll get to you guys at a later date. But today I really wanted to focus on Anchor app uh, creators who, again, make me feel like there is hope in the world, even when we disagree. And don't worry, I will be giving links to their shows on the show notes, so that way you guys can go out there and visit them and tell them, you know, Hugo is my moral compass, somebody that I listen to, attractive, good-looking, funny, uh, at his sexual peak, and because I think so highly of him, I needed to give your show a try because he said you were good people. And and please phrase it that way because I'm sure that they would appreciate hearing that in, in, in those exact words. Um, and, and by all means, support these folks because they are out there. Like I, like I said, they're the little shows that could. And actually, some of them are, are getting to the point where they're uh, quite larger and uh, and they're getting into a completely different league, and, and I support that. You know, I recorded a show with somebody this week where I discussed a quote by uh, Steve Young something along the lines of when Apple computers was having real trouble and they brought in Microsoft to help them out and bail them out basically with, with an infusion of money, uh, Steve Jobs said something to, to the effect of that he had to get that he had to get rid of the notion of that in order for Apple to succeed that Microsoft had to lose. And I brought that up in that interview because I feel that that is so important, in, especially in a creative environment, whether you're blogging, you're podcasting, you're YouTubing, uh, whatever it is that you're doing creative, this, this concept of, in order for me to get mine, other people don't have to get theirs, that's, that, that's silly and, and limiting, um, especially in, in, you know, you're not going to have everybody's ears on the internet. It's way too fragmented. Uh, for you to, you know, collect uh, market share the way that we used to look at it back in the day. At least, the, you know, when it comes to podcasting, there's so many individual people that want to hear their own niche. And, and you as, a, as an artist, there's so many different ways that you can go about your thing and reach to that different niche that you don't have to worry about other people being su- successful. Or you shouldn't worry about other people being successful. You should just be mindful that they're there and that they're giving you inspiration uh, and that their success, or like they said, you know, the, the, the tide rises all boats. Well, that's how I feel about some of these podcasters is the fact that they are out there, they're putting contact, they're putting, you know, they're making people aware that there is content available for them in their own niche. And, and hopefully uh, we will share some listeners here and there uh, and we will all grow together. So anyways, that's a very long way of me starting to talk about these these shows and I hope I'm not going to, I don't know if a critique is the right word. I'm just going to talk about them and how they make me feel. Uh, I hope none of them take any umbrage to what they have to say. But if they do, 
They're more than welcome to send me a message on the Twitter machine, email me as they know that they can, send me a you know message on the InstaFace, and, and just say, hey, Hugo, I got a raw deal, or hey, Hugo, man, you make me sound a hell of a lot better than I actually am, which uh, you're welcome. All right, so with that being said, first and foremost, uh, I, I've, inter- I've had the opportunity to interview this gentleman uh, some time ago. And I just have heard uh, of him recently. He did, an, um, he did a talk with a website developer, I think. But more than anything, it was just nice to see him literally back on his feet. And that is Mr. Patrick Merrick from We Live on a Planet. Um, hero? Uh, yeah, he's a hero. Because here's a guy that has had a very interesting life from what I know. He's very open on his show, uh, he, but he has had some real struggles. This is a guy who has gone through some shit in his life uh, and who does not, he, but who has l- let that be a, spring forward, a springboard for creation, for reflection, for giving others a window into what life can be if you clean up the, the parts that are most flawed within you. Now, Patrick has recently been in an accident, so he hasn't been podcasting for a while. Uh, and he's returning to it now. But it made, it sunk my heart online when I heard that he had been in, the, in an accident. But it lifted my spirits to hear his voice back on the air and certainly see him uh, live on an Insta broadcast or whatever because it because it, once again this guy has shown that he's bionic that life will knock his butt down but that he'll find a way to get back into the swing of things and come back swinging and and and, and harder than ever and and that gives me hope in in that sense you know I think he's a couple of years my senior but that's kind of what I strive to be like that's a good model to have uh, we both and, and we've talked about this on my show uh, you know we both have struggled with uh, alcohol and uh, he has given me some great many tips on that and, and every single time that I hear him talk about it I reflect upon my challenges with that um, and his raw honesty is something that he brings to his show on a you know pretty daily basis, I, I would say that he's prolific, uh, and he, he's, but he, but he's constantly reinventing. He's constantly showing you something. Uh, and we live on a planet is, I'm gonna say, an amalgamation of a lot of different concepts that he has, but he makes them work so seamlessly as you listen throughout the show. It is really a fun 30, 40 minutes, if if that. Um, where you could, you could just kind of bounce around in the in the mind of somebody who definitely has seen some things, and when he shares, he has for the most part everybody's well-being in mind. So I would certainly uh, recommend uh, we live on a planet with Mr. Patrick Mayer. The next, Maria. Now, <laughs> from strong body, strong soul. I met Maria through uh, to Patrick. Uh, I don't know if they, they had a conversation or whether it was on Twitter, but I caught on to her show, and um, I will say, Maria, forgive me, but the inflection or her inflection as she proceeds to do the show, at first, 
caught me off guard because she has a very interesting delivery style. Once I passed that difference, because she doesn't talk like I do, I'm a fast talker. Maria is very, very thoughtful. Again, I would say that she's that she she's my moment of mindfulness every every day or every time that I hear her recording. She's probably one of the most positive people I have ever encountered on on this podcasting journey. I mean, this gal just keeps the positivity coming and whether it's on Instagram or on the Twitter machine or if it's on her podcast or the several ones that she do or she's interviewing somebody that comes through and, 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 and it's genuine and she's somebody I feel that beats to her own drum unapologetically uh, and we've had the, uh, the the opportunity to go back and forth and share some ideas and we haven't interviewed one another yet I'm hoping that that will come soon but I think that she is somebody who will always have your back. And there have been moments where I have found myself needing some time to reflect and to have somebody guide me through those reflections. And outside of going to a yoga studio or going, you know, or, or finding a meditative place, I have popped in, like it's a cassette, but I have popped in her her uh, podcast and just listen to what she has to say uh, whether it's breathing or, or or just you know her mantras uh, that, she, that she has and it's been very calming for me and it's something that I think puts me at ease when perhaps there are times when when I am revved up in, in, in whatever's going on she is a great listen if you want a little injection of sunshine every single day. So Maria uh, from uh, Strong Body, Strong Soul, uh, by all means, check her out. Next, CJ Wilkins in the Be A Man podcast. Now, I know there are two fellas that, that run that podcast, but the one that I typically go back and forth with or uh, we exchange notes on Twitter is, is CJ. And this is a, now, this is a guy that I sometimes don't agree with. And, but he's a springboard for, my, for what I record. More, you know, quite often, actually. So I always give a lot of credit for, to somebody who challenges me to think about something, even if it's contrary to their, uh, to their thoughts. In, in, in my my thinking on his podcast, Be a Man podcast, is the fact that he that he knows he understands that there is an entire group of young men out there. Because I think, and I could be wrong, CJ, and by all means, let me know if I get this wrong. But I but I think this audience may skew younger. I'm forty, so anybody under young, uh, you know, thirty five and under. Uh, uh, there's an entire generation of young men who unfortunately do not have good guidance through this culture of ours. That Whether there's no father figures in the the picture uh, or or, or there's no good coaches, there's no good mentors, there's nobody like, there's a lot of young men lost. Or there are a lot of young men who have conflicting ideas about the world. And 
CJ wants to provide as much aid and help and and provide a map for for these younger people. Now, do he do 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 I think that he and I agree with the more concrete uh, ways that masculinity that masculinity should be? I think so. I think so. I'm not sure, and that's why I would love to. You know, have him come on the show or I go on his show and that we can talk about it because I think that his thoughts on masculinity are too stoic um, because I believe that masculinity is a lot more bendable, malleable. Uh, but at the end of the day, he doesn't come to things from the standpoint of being misogynistic. It's just, listen, you need a path, you need a way, and this is a possible one that is... That, that that has virtues that um you know but again we just happen to I, I don't i don't see eye to eye with a lot of things but our exchanges online have always been above board he has been very complimentary of of me certainly and i am very complimentary of him and, I, and to, to a certain degree to the point of saying cj thank you for being your own voice um, for having the confidence to say what it is that you have to say and for allowing me to think about it, again, digest it, and then derive concepts and ideas and shows from it because you, uh, you springboard a lot of that stuff. So I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Next, uh, Lindsay and Lauren, and Lauren, the swearing mamas. Um, these gals just are a hoot to talk to because they are their show is in the trenches of parenting. I get a kick listening to these two and having the dogs in the background, the kids in the background, the kids asking questions, disrupting the show. It's mayhem, but it is in in, in the in the best of ways because to, my wife used to have she used to be part of, of a mom's club when uh, when my kids were very very little. Um, you know, if for her, it's a challenge sometimes. To, well, she did also have a lot of friends from high school or from college. A lot of those people are away from us and and whatnot. But, you know, when you're with a kid 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it is very challenging when they're little to feel like an adult. And so at one point, she joined a mom's club. Other moms who had kids, you know, the same age who are kind of, you know, all of a sudden trying to discover this in the, um, you know, in our area. So, and they're peppered throughout the country. You can find them, Mom's Club. But I remember she, they would have all of these play dates and they would move around from house to house and we would often host them. And because I work very close from home, I would come into, I would come back to, to grab a bite to eat or whatever and have... 30 kids, literally 30 kids running around my house and all of the moms that go along with that. And the cacophony of a house full of that many people. Um, it's, it's something else. And it's, it's, it's a delightful chaos until somebody throws up and then it's a complete shit show. But, or throw up show. But it is... It, it, those were some of the funnest days. It's just having all the kids running around and being in, 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 
you know, and being themselves and all the moms, wine moms, you know, enjoying a libation halfway through the day and telling jokes or sharing war stories or bitching about husbands. Not me, because I'm perfect, but other husbands. And, and uh, I, I swear, I kind of crashed those parties because I wanted to be in the melee. I wanted to be a mom. <laughs> And I think a lot of the times when I listen to Lindsay and Lauren, that is the vibe that I get. It's crashing into that madness and just enjoying their banter back and forth as they talk about serious issues or frivolous issues, silly issues, momming issues, whatever, you know, they're just very open to talk about it. And they're, they're, they're also, I think, several years my junior, but... Um, we sh- we share the commonal- commonality of God darn it! How the fuck do I figure my way out through? I don't know why I held back swearing, since considering the sh- their show's called Swearing Mamas, but it's just they're very they're very real, they're very funny, uh, they're very relevant. Um, I think that they're they're a good sample of what young moms go through nowadays. Uh, that's a lot on your shoulders, ladies, I know, but I really do think of you that highly. And, you know, they're a really, really fun listen and, uh, and, and you know, and they're making things happen for themselves. So I, I appreciate them every single time. Tiny Bites. Now, I don't remember, I didn't have the time to research it. I don't remember the name of the creator for this show. She um, is a minimalist, I'm going to say. And her shows are, they, they are the most Portlandish, craftiest shows I've ever heard. They're just so cute. I don't know if a podcast can be cute, but I consider this a cute podcast. From the intro with, I think it's, uh, what is that little guitar instrument? Uh, ukulele? Maybe from just that little intro and the thoughtful and just the delivery that she has, which is so precise and exact and so minimalistic. But it just really made me ponder a lot of the stuff that I got, a lot of the junk that I have in the trunk. Sorry, I had to. Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's the cutest thing. I, I just dig it. Uh, I, I I find it. So interesting to just hear her thoughts, her, uh, you know, how she is making changes uh, throughout her life, how she's getting rid of things, um, her back and forths on how she feels about the podcast. I mean, all of those little adventures and, and, and tidbits and vignettes and interviews, because she will do some interviews every now and then, uh, I think are very relevant because uh, we do bog ourselves down with a lot of stuff that many a times is unnecessary. And she gives me a good frame of reference as far as when I collect something or I'm about to collect something is do I really what what is does this no no she's she's gonna snap at me because I know she's she's said this is not necessarily the way to go but does this give me joy if it doesn't why do you have it um so anyways tiny bites there'll be a uh there'll be a mention on the um or so it'll be on the show notes and then finally for today don't come at me, bro, okay? I'll get to your podcast eventually one day, whoever you happen to listen to be listening. And by the way, for me, bro, 
is both male and female for some dumbass reason. Like my wife and I often go on our walks and when we're play fighting, we call each other bro. So bro is you, 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 whoever you happen to be at, boy, girl, whatever parts you got, um, come, come at me, bro. I'll get to you uh, when I get to you. So finally, Pedro from My Stuttering Life. Which was, you know, I've also had the opportunity to interview and to be interviewed by. And Pedro is just, again, I appreciate people who take the challenges that they have in life and they turn them into positives. And that doesn't mean it's all fucking sunshine and rainbows. They got to go through some shit. But at the end of the day, they turn a disability, they, or, or they, 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 they take a bad turn in life, um, or they take a, 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 an innate flaw that they might have. And I'm not saying that this is all about Pedro, I'm just talking about the personalities. And they overcome it and they make something positive of it. And, and that is what Pedro is to me, that is what his shows are about. Um, my stuttering life, uh, yeah, Pedro uh, stutters. Um, and the show that we recorded was a bit of a challenge at first for me, I'll be honest, Pedro, because I don't want to come off insensitive. I, and I'm a fast talker, so oftentimes I want to get through what I have to get through real fast. And with you, Pedro, I had to really take the time to listen and to give you the latitude to get it through. And, and it was a terrific exercise for me to understand and in, 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 in to have a conversation with something that is very foreign, foreign to me. And it is to your credit, Pedro, that you gave me that latitude, that you understood that this is completely new, that this is not something that I do every day. And, and also that you were able to laugh at my bad puns, that you had a sense of humor about where you're at. And, and that is um, a real testament to your character. Um, you know, I know this sounds like I'm ass-kissing everybody, but I think that's what all of these shows bring to the table is the fact that they give me some insight into something else that is foreign to me, and that is why it's so powerful. But getting back to you, Pedro, My Stuttering Life is a show that is very well thought out. He's obviously somebody who's very mindful and cognizant about giving a voice to, you know, to a group that that often we don't understand uh, that we may stigmatize to some degree, um, or who may who we don't feel are as apt just because they have trouble dialoguing. You know, and what's ironic about that, I think, is the fact that there are so many people who do not have a speech impediment, who don't stutter, who don't talk, or who have trouble verbalizing, or who can't share their emotions, or who cannot be raw, you know, with others. And it's fantastic to, to see that that Pedro puts it out there and he does and he is becoming a voice for the voiceless um, so anyways one two three four five six seven uh, we live on a planet with Patrick Merrick Patrick Merrick strong body strong soul with Maria um, the be a man podcast with my man CJ Wilkins uh, the swearing mamas Lindsay and Lauren what up uh, tiny bites with I don't know her name, but that's because I 
minimalized uh, all names from my mind, so I just happened to forget it. And then Pedro for my stuttering life. Those are my shout outs for the week or for this episode anyways. Um, to everybody that I just talked about, by all means, please, 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 please send me a note. I want to hear from you, uh, whether you thought, man, you just got me all wrong. Do you even really listen, bro? Or will you say, hey, Hugo, fucking A, thank you, thank you. Uh, you made my day, my week, my month, uh, my decade, um, all of those, whichever one, pick one, choose one, tell me. I want to know. Anyways, uh, thank you all. I'll be you know, talking, talking to you all soon. Peace.